0: Do you sometimes forget that music is there, like I do? I'll go through my entire day sometimes and never listen to a song. Have you ever considered using music as a part of your caregiving journey? I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and today we're talking with Alexis Baker of Bridgetown Music Therapy. Alexis creates music programs for seniors and their caregivers, a way for caregivers to connect. Today, she's sharing some of her insights and tips. I definitely learned a few new things and had a lot of fun. Don't worry, we will not be singing.
1: If there are challenges related to activities of daily living and you're just at your wits end, try music, like try in that transition to bathing, whatever it is,
0: mealtime. If it's a challenge, like just try music, it might work. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. So, Alexis. (laughs) Hello. Hi. (laughs) So, what is that number one question that families ask you the most?
1: Good question. (laughs) (laughs) The question I get the most being a, a music therapist, and when people hear, like, oh, you're a music therapist, well, tell me like why music why is it beneficial and how does it affect someone how how can it be used music is very unique as a medium as a tool it really affects all areas of the brain so it can um it, it's tied to our um kind of the five dimensions of our health like what makes us up so it affects us mentally, um, emotionally, spiritually, socially, even. It's a a social activity when we do music, when we make music with other people. So it uh, really affects all areas of our functioning, and it can do so many different things like unlock past memories and uh, promote relaxation and increase energy levels, just depending on how, what, goal or outcome you're going for.
0: Yeah. And I, it's funny because I love music, but I feel like I forget it's there. I feel like, you know, like I forget to turn it on during my day. And so what are some strategies that you use to help families use it as a tool?
1: Absolutely. I also forget (laughs) it's always there, (laughs) but I forget to use it too. But it's as simple as turning on a song and singing with a song or you could just listen and soak it in and think about the the lyrics you're hearing or the sound of the music, the sound of the instruments. Music is a natural motivator physically, so it really gets our bodies moving naturally and you can feel the rhythm and then uh, clap your hands, snap your fingers, tap your toes to it or even just do a
0: full on dance, make it up as you go. <laughs> exactly. I feel like um even if you are not a dancer that I don't know how you can't like tap your foot or like actually move to the beat, right? <laughs> yes,
1: it's hard to resist. And I have I've seen that all the time in my work, especially the in-person work where it's just this immediate in the moment response.
0: Yeah. Because part of what you do is working With families to help them use music as their caregiving. Mm -hmm. And you actually have a family that sent you a video where they were caregiving during making a meal. And can you tell us a little bit about that video?
1: Yes, it's so sweet. It's a mother daughter duo. And so they're both kind of in the kitchen dining area. And the mother is, or the daughter is the, her mother's full-time in-home caregiver and the mom has very advanced Alzheimer's and they use my online program. So she had, she had a laptop set up in the kitchen and they had the music going from my program and the daughter is just singing with it and dancing and moving to it. And then she's also stirring a pot on the stove at the same time. (laughs) And then she turns to her mom and makes eye contact and grabs her hands and they start dancing together. And it's just so sweet. It's such a great picture of how music is a tool for connection and just even just joy, sparking joy.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And I've seen the video. It's actually on your Instagram. And of course, we'll put everything in show notes so all of our listeners can find you. Um, But it is such a sweet video. And especially there's a moment where her mom starts clapping Mm -hmm. along as well. And you can just tell that that they are connecting through music. And, but I, but I also loved that. It's like, oh, you're cooking dinner, turn music on. (laughs) Like it's a perfect opportunity. And the other thing that about that example is, as you mentioned, her mom has advanced Alzheimer's in recent years. There really has been a lot of focus on music and memory. And, and it's, it's even become a term that we use. And I think it's fantastic. I'm, I'm so glad that that is something that's, that's really popular, but it's also so great for other seniors as well. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about some of those examples?
1: Yes, there are so many different issues related to aging that are common, like as common as dementia and Alzheimer's, we often forget about them and that older adults deal with these on a regular basis. So there's like anxiety and loneliness, physical challenges, and, you know, the list goes on and music is really great for reminiscence, you know, unlocking past memories and that connection piece, but it can be used in so many different ways. To relieve the effects of anxiety, depression, whatever an individual is going through in the aging process.
0: Yeah. And of course, at any age, but (laughs) especially, you know, as we age, our circle gets smaller. And so having that, I think, is super important. And
1: of course, COVID has just exacerbated the isolation.
0: Peace and all of that. Yes. (laughs) Sadly, but music can help with that. Absolutely. I actually had a family who, when their dad moved into senior living, the family purchased an Alexa Mm -hmm. and they set it up in his apartment so that he could say, Alexa, turn on my music. (laughs) That's great. And I've never actually used it for this purpose, but um he loved it and he used it all the time and so he didn't have to get up out of his chair and go turn something on or figure something out on his phone or his laptop. He was able to just speak the words and there were his favorite songs. So I thought that was really cool.
1: That's great. Yeah. I really love that. And I feel like I've heard of that before too. I, I like how the family made it just so easy for them for him. And I wonder if they set up his like personalized music for it. I think they did.
0: I'm sure they did. Yeah. And you, you recently wrote an article called seven ways to use music. Have we covered all of them (laughs) or are there still some out there?
1: (laughs) There's also one, one I didn't mention is playing instruments. So, A lot of people kind of shy away from playing instruments if they don't have any previous experience or they haven't played one in a while, but there's all kinds of instruments out there and many of them are as easy as just picking it up and shaking it. There's a whole bunch of like small type of percussion instruments like maracas and bells and things like that, where I actually just keep a big giant basket of them so that if I'm going somewhere in person to provide music therapy, I have enough instruments for everyone but they're just simple to play and they really add a lot and again they engage the physical part of a person because it takes grasping the instrument and finding the rhythm of the music
0: yeah if we had if this was on youtube like everyone everyone listening just know that literally alexis and i are like <laughs> moving to the beat we're bobbing our heads <laughs> yes I can't help it. (laughs) And I'm right there with
1: you. (laughs) Yeah. Playing instruments and don't shy away from them. And these small percussion type instruments, you can pick them up $10 a piece.
0: Can we pause there really quickly? Because I love what you said and you said it a couple of times. You said, don't shy away from it. Yeah, I think it's easy sometimes to get intimidated by something that we're not used to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't shy away from these instruments because they could bring some joy, even if it's something that your loved one has never done before, or that you've never done before. It's not about a right or wrong. It, it's about just doing it. Absolutely. And then the other thing is accessibility. Yes. A lot of the smaller instruments are just gonna be easier mm-hmm. um, for someone to use that might have some accessibility issues like arthritis or something like that. Yep. Do you ever recommend that families just try something?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's always worth trying because you never know what you'll discover. Here's another thing that a lot of people shy away from, but writing a song, and it's not as complicated as you might think, because what you can do is you take a pre existing song, like You Are My Sunshine, simple melody, well known, or find a song that both you and your family member like and enjoy and know well. And then what you do is you replace the words of that song with your own, or you just replace a couple of them. You just kind of rewrite it to make it your own. And another great, great way to use songs like that is to sing, just kind of make it up in the moment, but like sing about what you're doing and um, use it as to help with transitions in the day.
0: Ooh, what would that look like? (laughs) <laughs> now I'm gonna make you sing. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if
1: if there are challenges related to activities of daily living and you're just at your wit's end, try music. Like try in that transition to bathing, whatever it is, mealtime. If it's a challenge, like just try music. It might work. <laughs>
0: So are you saying like if there's someone who is struggling with the directions of the transition that may be singing like okay, now move your leg over here. Now see you're making me sing. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I didn't I didn't sing. I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> sing. <laughs> well you sounded great. <laughs>
1: yes, music affects the brain. It engages the brain differently. So it might just be the thing that helps make those transition transitions and activities go smoother.
0: I think that's really cool. And I never would have thought of singing your way through bathing.
1: Mm -hmm. It's interesting because we use songs and music with kids a lot. Like there's bath time songs, there's brushing your teeth songs, all those kinds of things. But we don't always think of that with older adults and seniors and just, you know, making things more fun with music and making them a little smoother. I
0: really love that. I, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's, I feel like that's a really important tip. (laughs) I could see a lot of folks like trying that now and nobody's watching and nobody's listening. So (laughs) sing your heart out. Yep, It's
1: just, just you. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how you sound. It's just that you use your voice.
0: Are there any other of the, of the seven ways to use music that we haven't covered?
1: I'd love to share two more. One is relax, use music to relax, to, to promote relaxation. Really one activity that is easily forgotten, but is that highly beneficial is deep breathing. So I one, that's one thing I walk my clients through is deep breathing exercises and we usually end sessions that way. And this is with my online program too. It's the simplest thing, but I often use music to cue breath and just help get the person, get the group in that mental space of relaxation and really controlled, intentional breathing. And, um, deep breathing has all kinds of benefits for the body. It helps get more oxygen to the brain, which helps lower heart rate and blood pressure and can help boost energy levels and even help a person sleep better. Absolutely. All kinds of things. And then the last one is to record music. We all have iPhones or <laughs> a type of phone that has recording capabilities And just use that voice memo app to capture moments of music making. And it could be the song that you wrote together, or it could be just you and your loved one singing together.
0: How do you recommend using that? Is it just for a memory or can you use it as part of your music routine?
1: The memory part is huge and very important. Is you're just capturing it, but it could be used to look back on one day, remember that time, or use the video capability on your phone and record you
0: dancing Mm. with your. (laughs) It could be anything really. It's just about capturing it, and and so you actually do. You have an online subscription service for individuals and for senior living communities. Yep, too. And what are we doing today for those that are listening to this episode?
1: Yes. So Clear Path is the coupon code you can use to get 50% off your first two months of our program. And really what I've done is taken my years of experience working with individuals and groups in person and put it into video format. My husband is my business partner. He does, he's a professional videographer, so he does the filming side of it and it's very high quality. Each one kind of follows the same general flow it's singing, um, and then we have the movement to music piece, and then we also end with relaxation and deep breathing. All the lyrics are included as subtitles, all kinds of different music from the early 1900s through the 70s and just like a a
0: variety of genres. And you've had clients wonder, well, what songs am I supposed to even use?
1: Right. That's another question I get is how, like, how do I know what type of music? The music we relate to and resonate most with is the music from our childhood teens 20s and 30s so then you would go back in time to when they were that that age roughly and you can also ask just general questions to get the conversation going what type of music do you like what are your favorite
0: songs and favorite memories with that so like the their wedding music or you know important milestones in your life that have music associated with it. Definitely.
1: Music can can act as kind of a timestamp and really mark those special events. When they hear that song, you know, 60, 70 years, however long later, it can b- bring them right
0: back and that's so powerful. Yeah, I totally agree. And so, what would be your number one doable tip when it comes to using music for caregiving?
1: Great question. Music is powerful and it can really have a positive effect on your loved one. My, my tip, my advice is just to use it. And then the practical side of that is just use those seven ideas and try things, like don't shy away, like we talked about, just try them. So that it was singing, dancing, playing an instrument, listening to music and reminiscing, writing a song, relaxing to music and then recording music.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Bridgetown music therapy, where they are all about improving the quality of life of older adults through music, helping to alleviate the effects of anxiety, loneliness, depression, agitation, declining health and physical limitations by sparking joy. Their video programs for individuals and senior living communities are designed to promote active engagement experiences that include singing, movement, and relaxation. Check out their information in today's show notes and use code CLEARPATH to get 50% off your first two months. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable.